episode of Coffee and Current Events near Rochester. For this one, we are going to do something a little bit different. We're going to be taking a look at a couple stories that I think are relevant this week. We will be looking at things people have told me from the local community that are urgent for them, but that they don't feel is urgent enough for those that matter. And I am going to rant a little bit on some recent happenings that have, well, happened to me directly. I am actually enjoying a cup of black from... uh, Tim Hortons. <clears throat> I just returned from vacation. Trip across the country and back. Uh, the heater at my place is fucked up, so I am staying somewhere else for now. But I am still near Rochester. And, well, That means the name of this podcast is still relevant and therefore can continue as time allows. So, let's move on. And uh, I'd like to first talk about police shutting down Court uh, Street Bridge after a body was found actually in the river. Um, This was about 9 a.m. on Tuesday. Uh, apparently a scuba team was sent in alongside uh, the fire department's like water rescue team and they were able to retrieve the body uh, currently unidentified but investigations are ongoing if you know anything about this of course say something there's been enough death in the area lately and the very least we can do is try to ensure that everything is followed to a T right now. The family deserves to know, and things need to move forward. Not just, you know, stagnate. Uh, In other news, it looks like $1 million in funding has been announced for Strong Memorial Hospital as their emergency department expansion moves forward. Rochester uh, also looks like, well, there's going to be reason for some people to be taking trips to the emergency room soon, let's just put it that way, Um, because ticks are going to be back, and they will be a pain in the ass this year. Uh, Experts are saying that it's going to be uh, pretty intense, essentially. so be very aware and uh, just make sure to check yourself out frequently especially after trips outside to make sure and your pets um, to make sure it doesn't get worse than it needs to 
Now, note that I see this specific uh, specific podcast as being an attempt to unite those in the area. Um, so, I went on Reddit, um, a site that's going to be going downhill very quick, more so than ever before, uh, very soon. Um, but I went there and asked uh, a group... Um, uh, you know, uh, what in the area, like I said, was affecting them, but wasn't getting seen enough by others. Um, and I got several very, very interesting uh, comments. I would like to go ahead and mention a few here. I will be talking about some of the others in other editions. Some of them won't be mentioned at all, but. Uh, let's start with one from MKNG20. They say the lack of actual resources to county residents for mental health, addiction, substance issues, and housing. The city is extremely poverty-stricken and not supported enough by each other. Crimes going unsolved, children being involved in violent crimes while others are innocent victims from said violence. Lastly, the genuine disrespect of today's society towards one another. That's a strong series of words, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binaries. And the sad thing is, I agree with much of it. There is a disease in Rochester that is growing. It's a disease that occurs all over the country. And Rochester is being victimized by it too. And the only way to combat this disease, to prevent this rot from growing, is to unite together. To push it back. That takes strength. And this city is lacking in that department right now. I had my vehicle broken into about a year ago here. Nothing was stolen. It was more of an inconvenience than anything, though it was an inconvenience nonetheless. I mean, my family was dealing with COVID for the first time directly, um, feeling like shit. One of my uh, immediate family members had to take a trip to the hospital, and upon returning in the middle of the night, um, early the next day when we went out to the car to get something, we realized the damage. <sighs> Apparently, the city has turned such matters over to, you know, that public safety group um, within their ranks or whatever it is. And uh, the way they handle it is basically you speak to an agent, you file a report meant solely for your own, like, uh, insurance purposes, and that's it. I had evidence, um, someone that might have been up to serve as a witness and more, and they didn't care enough because it just wasn't a big deal to them. And and I know it might not be a big deal to you either, but it's these small things that add up. And when you ignore that, it does not help the trust issues that you know the community has with the local PD either. And it's just a part of the bigger problem. 
that last sentence, the where they say, lastly, the genuine disrespect of today's society towards one another. I don't know that that's necessarily a new thing. I've seen that happening my entire life. And I'm sure it's existed in pockets at the very least. Before then, before my time. But I do agree that it does exist today nonetheless, even if it is new or new to you. I'm not sure what the solution is there. The class war has us all pitted against each other as a distraction game, and far too many of us fall for it. There's right and wrong, but the culture war bullshit and everything that comes with it, and the constant division tactics, I mean, we, we have to move past that, move forward. I hope anyone listening is willing to make an attempt to do that very same thing. Uh, next on, next up, uh, one from KG Beal, or KJ Beal. This one's more lighthearted, but uh, 20 up votes, and it says the time every place closes to eat. I agree that, especially um, so-called post-COVID, um, places are closing a lot earlier than they used to, and that can be a real issue, especially um, for myself. Occasionally, I'm exhausted and need something kind of late, and basically my only option is Taco Bell. You know, I, I can get down on the Taco Bell, but... I mean, I don't want to be crass here, so I won't mention what that stuff does to you, but we all know. We continue to eat it anyways, but we all know. Moving on, RGE needs to be made public utility so their 94 million in profit can stay in Rochester. Also, they're bulldozing down homeless people's encampments right before winter. This is from whole underscore attempt underscore 3276. An amazing comment there. You know, I need to look more into that. I think that'd be a fantastic thing to write about or do maybe an entire episode on. I'm going to reach out to this individual and see if they are interested in actually appearing on a future episode or talking more with me on the subject, too. Um, and if you, whomever you may be, are interested in giving me info or your comments on this or anything else discussed today, feel free to reach out to me. Um, 315-330-6840 would be a fantastic way of doing so or rwplusb at gmail.com would work just fine too next emergency room overcrowding and hospital access this is from pilot underscore yak3 that kind of ties in with that earlier news but yeah you, you hear this often um you know, in Texas, where I'm originally from and have still residents with, um, I'm actually a Texas resident, I think, legally. Um, it's an issue there, too, and in many places around the country. 
Uh, one of the few places I've been where it wasn't really an issue, surprisingly, was Bismarck, North Dakota, uh, which is an interesting little place. But yeah, this is an issue here. Uh, and WWW Flight RN uh, even followed up with this uh, by saying, this is a tough issue. Many city residents have very poor education, which means they know very little about medicine, illness, and how to treat common illnesses at home. This means many people come to the ED for conditions and illnesses that do not require an emergency room, but could be handled at home, a doctor's office, or urgent care. Another big issue is the homeless population. Many have health problems that constantly need to be treated and many come to the ER this time of the year because they need <clears throat> they get a warm bed to sleep in and food. Lastly, there's an issue of many patients admitted to the hospital waiting to go to a nursing home or rehab facility but there are no openings. This means they just sit in the hospital taking up bed until something becomes available. These are just some of the issues that lead to problems in the ER. But there are also, but there are also many, many more. Pilot uh, responded, "You hit the nail on the head, fellow redditor. I'm a PCT at RGH, fairly new, and I'm seeing all these things firsthand. There has to be a better solution to create more space and shorter waits for people who really need the care. Need the care." Maybe hospitals should add an urgent care department separate from ED. That was a fantastic exchange. I'm going to end there. I think that's quite a few things to cover all at once. Hopefully something that we can all find some unity behind. Again, feel free to reach out to me with any comments on any of these. And I will mention you, give you a shout out, etc. In the next episode, of course. Um, and if you have anything that's bugging you, you know, do the same. Let me know. I want to close this episode, though, with a little bit of a call out. You see, on my trip back, I had to stay at a couple of hotels. I had to do the same on the way down, actually. And admittedly, I'm not one that likes to complain, but I did have some pretty terrible customer service along the way. Surprisingly, especially considering how bad it was at times, surprisingly the worst was saved just for last. And this came from a place pretty close by, and a place I could see many people from Rochester ending up at at some point or another, for various different reasons, but there's a La Quinta and a place called Lackawanna. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. If not, I apologize, but it's right outside of Buffalo. I stayed there this past weekend, and I had, I had actually called in advance before scheduling online because it's cheaper to do so, um, and asked what their pet policy was, just to make sure told them I was going to be booking just a moment, you know, blah, blah, blah. No problem. I book it. I get there. When I approach the front desk, they inform me um, after a, a little while, too, we're basically almost done, 
that, oh, wait, you have a dog. We don't have any dog rooms left. Now, this was a different lady than the one who took my original call. And she eventually basically was like, well, we only have one room left. It's not a dog room. We'll make it work for you. Awesome, you know, whatever. We go to the room. Admittedly, it's not very clean. I, in fact, noticed several issues. The floor is sticky when you first walk in. Looks like a footprint in it. Maybe, like, they went to mop and the solution was wrong. In the bathroom, there's some glitter on the floor. Uh, I noticed in the morning that the people looked like it had been loosened, uh, which it didn't look like that the night before, so I don't know what the fuck to think about that. Stuff like this. Um, I took photos of it all, and I did so because I've stayed at enough places like this to know that managers that care usually, at least in the morning, just want to know so that they can try to fix it in the future. I'm, don't, I'm not ever bringing it up to be rude or to get anything out of it. Um... You know, and usually I can just deal with it. And in this specific case, I mean, what was I going to do? It was the only place really in the area that I, I was exhausted. I didn't want to go to another place, right? They gave me the last room. They're, they can't give me a different room, you know. So there's no point complaining that night. I go to sleep. The next morning at checkout, you know, I get everything out. My family, my dog, into the van. I come up to check out, hand them the card. And I go to casually just be like, hey, and just so you know, I noticed a few things in the room. If you don't mind me just bringing it up to you. The dude instantly, instantly escalates it, like way out of proportion. Um, because as I'm just telling him casually the stuff I just mentioned, he cuts me off pretty quickly just being like, I'll tell house, housekeeping, don't say no more. And I was just like, well, let me at least tell you all the things then. And he's not writing it down or anything. And... Uh, after he once again cuts me off it's like say no more I don't you know I can't remember his exact words but it was something more along the lines of say no more I tell housekeeping and I was like okay and the way he delivered it was pretty blunt and I was just like okay so obviously you don't care so whatever just check me out and the guy's like you know what we gave you room you have dog we shouldn't let you stay here if you had problem, go somewhere else. You you don't need to come here. Again, completely escalating, very rude, short with me, and I'm just like, dude, what's your problem? He's like, no, you just want things. You, you don't deserve to come here. And, and I'm just like, okay, you know. Eventually, he's, and I was just like, what's your name, dude? And he won't tell me. No name badge. The thing on the wall that's supposed to like have the name of the person was up. He wouldn't tell me. I was like, dude, what's your manager's name? He wouldn't tell me. It's like, dude, whatever. He said, like, leave now. I call cops. Like, okay, feel free. I got to go anyways, man. Whatever. I leave. And I try to call back later to complain. I end up finding the, out the guy's name is Peter. I have some interesting... I have an interesting phone call recorded. Um, I could post here eventually if need be. But um, one thing leads to another. Whenever I call eventually to try to get the guy's name to talk to a manager um the one lady this one lady answers um tells me his name and then transfers me to him for some reason he gets an attitude again it's like he's like i have police report on you they're gonna come for you and then basically hangs up and i was just like okay i um I'm doing a terrible summary of this, but I wanted to go on for too long. One thing leads to another. Um, I decide 
I don't want any shit ever driving through this town, and I don't know how, like, Lackawanna police are. So I called just to, out of curiosity and also because I had a question. And uh, I mentioned, hey, I had a, an issue at a local hotel, and they cut me off, and they're like, the La Quinta? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, we get calls about them all the time. The guy had never called, obviously, because, I mean, I didn't do anything wrong, but he never called. There's no report, of course. Um, but I found it hilarious, and I didn't, you know, bother them further because, I mean, he didn't do anything illegal. He's just an asshole. Um, it's just funny that they didn't even need to know, like, the name of the place. They instantly knew. Um, and the lady said, yeah, it's a constant issue. So other people have thought it was bad enough, like, customer service level that they've needed to call and that says something so all of this is to say if you are ever driving through and need to stop somewhere take his advice go somewhere else this has been the latest episode of coffee and current events near rochester of course thank you for joining me and again 315-330-6840 or rwplusb at gmail.com if you would like to have a word with me. This is Redwood. Thank you for listening. Be kind to yourself and others. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you.